Hey guys, it's Ari and welcome to Basil Archives where we discover our shadow selves, okay? So today is a special episode um, because I'm bringing on my friend Michaela. Hey y'all. <laughs> Pretty Boy XO. And we're going to talk about how to balance our feminine and masculine energies and how she did that today. And she's the perfect representation of that. So let's start with our WTF moment. Okay, so Michaela, what is your WTF moment? What's your realization that you had this week? So it's crazy that you said the topic was going to be about masculine and feminine energy because this week I realized like, how when you really are in your feminine energy, how the universe will show you so much. Um, so Monday, I just received a lot. Like I received flowers by surprise. Um, somebody on Twitter sent me $70 for my toes. And I was just like, wow, like being receptive yeah. feels so good. Like if you ask, you shall receive. Um, so that was my WTF moment. Just like really knowing how to operate in feminine energy and being receptive. That's really good. That's actually crazy because I've been battling with that. Like, I'm hyper independent. So mine was accepting, I would say accepting like gifts and being able to like receive myself without trying to give back so much. So mm -hmm. I've been trying to like be more in my feminine energy and I feel like I haven't been balancing the two. I've been very like masculine. Yeah, that's how I feel, like, with myself. I know I'm always in masculine energy. I made a tweet that was like, can I have, like, a real boy coming to my life so I can stop being a divine masculine to y'all niggas? Yes, like, like, literally. But I I totally understand that. And I feel like it's a, it's a balance that we have to do, especially as women in today's society. It's very hard for us. <laughs> To feel like we can't have, like, everything that we want or have everything that we desire. And it's just, like, that's not true. It's a limiting belief. Okay, so tell me more about yourself. Like, what made you start your channel, Pretty Boy XO, but also your XO, Michaela, which is my favorite. Um, but what inspired you to start your channels? Um, so I've started my Pretty Boy XO YouTube channel. I had that at like 14 i think if you go on to the about it says that i made the channel at 14 um and it was just something that i was doing for fun in high school but i was never consistent up until 2019 i believe no it was 20 it was the end of 2019 going into 2020 mm -hmm. um posted my first stripper vlog the one that got a million views i honestly was just like in a terrible place mentally <laughs> Um, financially, my circumstances weren't that well. So I used YouTube as just like a distraction. Mm -hmm. um, so at the time I was living in a hotel, actually. Um, I had just came back to Savannah by myself and I was like, let me just record. I'm gonna be at work all day. So when I get off work and come back to the hotel, I'll just have something to edit. So I'm not just sitting there like feeling bad about the circumstances that I'm in. Mm -hmm. um, that video ended up doing really well as well as the others from the following week of me living in the hotel and I just kind of kept going with it mm -hmm. um and me creating exo Michaela really was like 
an act of obedience for me. I feel like I have received many messages telling me that I need to start using a different platform outside of Pretty Boy XO to just really express myself and let my authenticity show. Because after a while, being on that channel just started to feel like I really don't know how to explain it until somebody like, I don't know, like you really just have to be there to kind of understand how it feels being like an influencer or a content creator. I feel like maybe you felt like you were put into a box and you're like a multi-dimensional person. And it's just like, why can't you do all these things? But maybe you just felt like you needed another space to do that. Yeah, and I think I started to care. I can't even blame it on just like other people putting me in a box. I feel like I kind of conformed to the box that I, <laughs> the box. I don't, I can't even say like there was a box. I think I just internally felt like, okay, this is how you're being perceived and you didn't really want to be perceived this way. So yeah. now you need another channel so that you can like rebrand yourself. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That just, that just meant so much to me because I feel like I'm in the kind of same position as like transitioning to like going after like my dreams and like what I want, but disregarding my current circumstances and just having like blind faith and to just move. So that's like very inspiring that you like did that for yourself and that yeah. you gave yourself that like space. Came. So I had made a vlog when I was in LA, mm -hmm. the video titled Escaping My Reality yeah, to Face I've seen My that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, three, three, three at the airport when I was leaving. And that was my first time seeing that angel number. And so once I started like diving more into it, um, what stood out the most to me was just like expressing yourself creatively. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was like the first message I received telling me like make the channel because I had been considering <laughs> making it. And for some reason, I'm like, bro, you're not making this other channel. Like, do they deserve to get the authentic you just full in the flesh? <laughs> So seeing that, I was like, okay, you got to make the other channel. And it's just been very healing for me. And to see, like, just the shift in how the audiences are on the separate channels yeah. is, like, a very big thing, but very fulfilling internally. Like, I really feel like everybody needs to just go. Yes. So how how has, like, your XO Michaela channel really helped your, like, helped your spiritual journey? How has it shifted it? Seeing how many people um, that resonate with me and like how many people I've been inspired to think differently has helped me realize that as the soul is the universe and when you heal your connection with yourself, you can heal your connection with the world. So really just like me, my content is literally my day to day life. Like how, even how I get content for for the mental on Instagram is just like. If I'm not doing the work by myself, I don't have anything to share and I can't inspire anybody to think differently. So it's really just helped me realize like to the extent of the importance of introspecting. Mm -hmm. I feel like my spiritual journey transitioned from being so like external or like I don't want to do it the right or wrong way. Yeah. Like that kind of perspective and more so just like whatever resonates for you, that's your spiritual journey. Whatever you need to do do that the answers are within i don't have to meditate every day and use crystals or other tools like that of course those are good tools but like the best tool is literally the inner book 
so it is your guide it is your map like oh my god yes so with 444 the mental i've actually mentioned it on my channel because i'll be on your page like every day i'll be doing the journal prompts and so how was that journey like starting for you because i know that you started it like the not like the idea in 2018 right and so you actually like builds your empire with that and now you're like you actually have a community so how does that feel how did you start from just an idea to actually starting your whole community on that platform and if you guys don't know 444 the mental is like an instagram page that provides healing journal props it's like it's just a community it's just a good vibes over there and i love it um, um so how did you do that right now we'll start right now because the feelings are just so overwhelming <laughs> Even when I talk about it, I really, like, want to cry. Yeah. Just because, like, to the extent that this really is a full circle moment, um, right now I just feel fulfilled. I feel like everything that 18-year-old Michaela saw for this vision is here, just much bigger than what I imagined. And even right now, living in it, I still know that it's much bigger than even what I can imagine right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but in 2018, I started that um, during college. So I had withdrew from school. Ugh, I haven't talked about this. Okay. <laughs> I had from college because suicide attempt in my dorm. Um, so I had to medically withdraw. And during that time, I just felt like I needed another outlet. Um, so I was a part of an organization there called Her Campus. I was a writer for Her Campus and the social media coordinator. And the members of the team during that time inspired me to, like, speak my voice. So I created the blog. Um, and I remember I used to always, like, promote on Twitter and try to get people to write with me. Nobody would reply. Nobody wanted to write. So I just literally wrote on there every day. And I used to do this thing called I Declare. Kind of just, like, affirmations, whatever I wanted for the day. So I would be like, I declare that I'm going to be in a good headspace today. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Um, and then I ended up stopping at one point because I just got really depressed to the point where like journaling wasn't enough help. I needed more like real professional help. Um, and then this year in January, after my L.A. trip as well, I was just like, you need to get back on there. Mm -hmm. So I opened it back up and the website was still like the exact same as 2018. And I was just like, wow, you are really passionate about this. So if you're going to do it now, you have to go full effect. Um, so I told myself, if I start in January, I want to see where I can get by the end of the year. Like how many followers I can gain direct there mm -hmm. if I'm um, So I had found a team. Um, one of the members was my cousin and I had made her my co-founder, um, World Soul. But she ended up wanting to, like, branch out for her own journey, mm -hmm. which led on the current team that I have. And this team has honestly helped me expand my vision. Because uh, I'm not going to lie, like, coming back to it, it was like, okay, I don't really have much of a vision to work with. Like, yeah. <laughs> there is just, you know, your daily affirmations you made when you were 2018. Mm -hmm. So what do you really want to put out on this platform and I knew I wanted to keep the Mental Maintenance Mondays. Um, so I used my blog team to help me. Um, one of the members on my team, India, mm -hmm. she's the one who came up with the idea to start doing like the monthly challenges. Yes. And so after we did that first challenge and saw like how everybody really 
was participating and how it helped and just getting the response from everybody we were like okay this is gonna be what sets apart our platform from other platforms like really having like a survival guide to this spiritual shit like yes. so um it has helped so many yeah, it was like, it's just really like exciting like i just feel excited i love having ten thousand people there but it's so mind-blowing like 18 year old me is like dude like they reading your poems like bro i would be hyped the fuck up like doing a dance in the back like what it's like bigger than what you well you probably imagined it to be this but probably not to this extent like <laughs> yeah like it's it's real like that's how i look at it like you have a real platform and i'm just really proud of me and my team and thankful for them like the fact that I had nobody before to support the vision, and now I have so many people, I just feel loved. Yeah, that's so great. That's so great. And it's like, it's rolling back to like masculine and feminine energy, like you accepting your feminine energy and being able to receive even like advice and being able to be open to ask for help. Yeah. And like that just being able to make it grow and like flourish into the yeah. thing that you can well, do. It was really art for me i'm not gonna lie because yeah. i'm a capricorn <laughs> i think you know i'm the big boss of everything yeah. i can get it all by myself but when i had the team i had before this team it was just me and three other people mm -hmm. um, and i saw then like okay michaela you need more help than you're willing to admit um so you're gonna have to get over that and not learn how to really communicate that you need help and be receptive to the people that are willing to help you and allow them to. Um, so I expanded my team. I now have eight members on my team. Um, and just having like more people to help mm -hmm. and us all like feeding off of each other's energy, sharing ideas, like we're all teaching each other how to be divine feminines and have like a healthy divine feminine it also showed me that my divine feminine energy is very wounded um like what's an example like just you know how women how we compare or like how we can feel kind of like you know belittled by seeing another woman this has really taught me to like not be like that mm -hmm. um and revealed to me some of my wounds when it comes to being a divine feminine like it just showed me how to receive what i can from people especially other women without making it an exchange that has to belittle myself or my abilities or what i knew it's just like thank you you expanded my knowledge yeah. instead of looking at it like uh why didn't i know that like i'm so stupid for not knowing that it's yeah. just like I've definitely had to, I've been struggling with that as well. With mother wounds, you have to definitely mm -hmm. change the trajectory of that. Like, I had to really condition that relationship and to understand that it is okay to have help and support by other women and yeah. to feel loved in that space and not feel judged. To not take it personal because, you know, everybody's journey is different and to be like compassionate in that. And I feel like a lot of us struggle with that because a lot of people don't talk about mother wounds. It's always like fathers, fathers, fathers. But mother wounds is like it hits a little bit deeper. Yeah. People don't really like talk about that. <laughs> so, yeah, it really 
shapes and form the other relationships in your life if you are able to acknowledge it yeah and then it's like for me dealing with the mother wound as well and also just like struggling to maintain friendships with other women Mm -hmm. having a team full of just women has helped me like be able to approach friendships too differently Mm -hmm. and also like discern what type of friendships I do want what type of connections with women I do want and also like see someone who is still in that wounded place Mm -hmm. and instead of taking it personal or feeling like oh I don't want to be around somebody like that like being able to help that person Mm -hmm. as well yeah we actually want to expand that with um the platform by adding like a sister mentorship kind of thing to really help people heal that wound That would be so great because a lot of people need mentors and they don't know the first thing, like where to look yeah, and like how to even, oh, sorry, my throat is dry. (laughs) I need some water. Um, But even know how to like cultivate those energies. So I think that would be a really good thing to bring Mm -hmm. to people um, that don't have that resource. And that's amazing. Okay. So. What was one thing that changed the trajectory of your life and how did you overcome it? Hmm. I would honestly say this past year, I feel like a lot of people will resonate with this, just like how the pandemic shifted mm-hmm. everything. Um, but I would say for me, like the beginning of the pandemic is when I really had the time to like make space for my spirituality. Um, and the relationship that I was in at the time kind of took a turn the beginning of this year mm-hmm. where I felt like I missed the mark, I guess you could say. And so, yeah, I ended that relationship in June. So ever since then, I feel like my life has just pivoted. Um, and like I've been in the process of dating myself. That's the current chapter that I'm in. So, yeah, this whole time has just been, like, I feel like I'm in a stage of metamorphosis. Like, um, but yeah, I feel like I'm just in a stage of metamorphosis. That's beautiful as hell. I feel like everything that you're saying right now is, like, resonating with me in the moment that I'm in right now. And I know this is going to resonate with, like, so many people. Um, so, with your metamorphosis, you said your life has pivoted. So how did you actually like take that leap? <laughs> like how did you build up the courage? Yes. Like how did you build up the courage and was just like, okay, this is something that I have to do for the betterment of myself. Um, so pretty much all year, or I would say, yeah, this year I've been really dedicated to healing mm-hmm. um, and trying to just work on being dedicated in general, like practicing discipline when it comes to my spiritual journey. Um, and I just started to feel it in my spirit. Like my spirit was getting frustrated. And I was watching um, a sermon by Sarah Jakes Roberts and she made a statement saying like, when your spirit is frustrated and irritated, it's because it's time to move. Like it's ready. It's feeling that you are meant to be somewhere else or meant for more than where you're currently at. And I just got to a point where I kept on feeling like my intuition trying to tell me it's time to move on. Seeing messages, it's time to move on. Getting angel numbers, it's time to move on. 
So I really had to just sit down and be honest with myself and ask myself, how are you going to claim to be so spiritually aware mm-hmm. if you're in a place where you're aware of something that you not that you need to do and you can't take that leap of obedience? Like at this point, you're just being disobedient. Um, so I had to make the decision. Do you want to cause a delay and what's mm-hmm. to come for you? Yeah. Like what's more important to you? Um, so one morning, the day that I like asked him to leave, I swear, I just woke up crying, just crying. And I was like, Michaela, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. And my spirit was like, you're irritated. Like, this is not the energy that you want to be in. I felt like my new identity was like dragging me. Like, girl, get up. Like, come on. Like, step into me. Um, And so, yeah, I was just like, it's time. And thankfully, I had a good support system when I first did it, that kind of held me accountable and reassured me like, this is happening for you, not against you kind of thing. And I just had to remain at a place of deep knowing and really understanding what was going on and reminding myself that I can't stress out about what's happening here when I know it's already figured out for me. Um, So yeah, and with that, like I said, I just been dating myself, Mm -hmm. um, experiencing different people, different things, and really just like looking at everything as a lesson. And that was another thing that helped me too, asking myself like, what lessons will I receive in this sacred moment of walking away? Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was enough for me to be like, gotta go. Yeah. I truly believe that nothing is a loss. Yeah. Everything is a lesson for the trajectory of your life. And it's not like you're losing something. You're also gaining something in spirit. Yeah, I was about to say, when something is lost, something is found. Yes. Yes. The way the universe be working, it be like... Like, okay. (laughs) Here you go. Here's what you've been asking for. You finally listened. Claps for you. Yeah, is there anything else that you would like to mention about 444 The Mental? Anything else? Um, I would like to let y'all know about my services that I offer. Um, So I just recently decided that it was time for me to share my gift of dream interpretation. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just took another trip to LA. I think this was, it was like two or three months ago, maybe, yeah. Um, And while I was there, my aunt passed away and I was really hurt by her passing away because I remember a conversation I had with my grandmother when I first like became aware of my gift Mm -hmm. and she told me to talk to my aunt about it. And Mm -hmm. I was always too scared to go talk to her about it. So when she passed away, I just felt like, dang, like you didn't get to have that conversation where you could have possibly gained so much wisdom like that could have helped you with this gift. Um, So since she passed, I was like, it's time to really tap into it and expand that gift. Um, And I've been, you know, doing that. And that's why I ended up putting that as a service. Um, So, yeah, I offer dream interpretations and I also do pole therapy. um, Because, you know, Pretty Wig So is a stripper channel, of course, with some other avenues on there. But um, I want to really just like 
shift the perspective of pole dancing um, and what I do. I don't want to be viewed as a stripper my whole life. I want to be viewed as just a multifaceted being who loves the form of pole dancing as an art, as a healing moment. Um, So yeah, I offer the services of pole therapy where we will do yoga, we'll do a pole meditative warm up and then proceed with a lesson and really just like work through releasing emotions through movement. Um, so yeah. That is beautiful. Thank that you. Is so beautiful. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, I'm so excited that you like took your gifts, you listened to yourself and your intuition and you really built multiple empires, not just one. You have multiple girl. <laughs> like accept it, just bask in that energy and like you really cultivated both your masculine and feminine energy. And that is really like, that's a gift. Yeah. And my advice to anyone else wanting to do the same thing is to like, in the battle of higher self and shadow self, mm-hmm. um, I feel like why I've been so successful at like building these platforms and being able to like kind of have them all incorporated with each other, but still be their own different thing is I've learned to work with what my shadow feels and pour it into in that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Pour it into a platform, but present it in a way that higher self would. Mm. Um, so I really just been like having to really focus on ending the battle of higher self and shadow self and just letting myself express and not really caring about how it's perceived Mm -hmm. because I know that I am moving in my assignment um so yeah because I feel like a lot of people have this thing of kill your ego ego death but Mm -hmm. you can never really kill your ego you have to like work with it like you just said like work with like your higher self and your shadow self and I feel like living in your shadow self is also a power too because a lot of people can't be vulnerable with their self and look at themselves and use that as like an energy okay you guys so i can't wait (laughs) for you guys to um join me on monday for the next podcast episode i hope you enjoyed this episode with me and michaela and got some great insight um, I will have all her links to for, for the mental, her YouTube pages, and all her socials down below. Thank you guys for listening. I've been that bitch since the pamper. I've been that bitch since the pamper. I've been that bitch since the pamper. I've been that bitch since the pamper.